0: another short to fill in your in-betweeners and by in-betweeners I mean the weeks we don't have discussion episodes. I didn't mean anything that could be potentially thought of as sexual um so yeah hmm not not the best intro I've ever made and anyway, um so originally I had a little something planned um but let's just I'm not gonna name names let's just say that somebody didn't really showcase their planning skills um but yeah either way uh since it's just me we'll just you know we we got into a routine now so let's just go ahead and do another short like always these shorts are less organized not that our our usual episodes are organized but um these shorts are not necessarily short or long i'm not really timing myself i didn't script anything out i have a few points i wanted to hit today And uh, let's start with that. So the first one, um, since we pretty much started every short so far with the conclusion of a manga, I thought, you know, why stop now? And today we'll be talking about the ending of Promised Neverland. Uh, Promised Neverland was first written, and strangely enough, it was written and drawn by two different people, which uh, I don't know if it's rare or not in in manga terms, but um, it's not something you see too often. So it was written by Kayu Shirai. It was drawn by Poska Demizu. I'm pretty sure I nailed the names, and if I didn't, don't tell me. It ran from August 2016 and ended in June 2020, so this month. It ran in Weekly Shonen Jump, and for those who don't necessarily read too much manga, you might have seen the anime. I think it was on a few different places, so it's pretty easily found. Uh, The anime started in 2019, and I believe has 12 episodes so far. Um, I don't think it actually ran too far into the overall story of Promised Neverland, so I think there might be at least two seasons worth of of content left for the anime. So if you haven't visited before, maybe you could go through the anime if you don't want to read. Um, So let's see, I usually share my thoughts about these series. So yes, this is another one that I've read. Um, Let's see, what do I feel about Promised Neverland? So, in some ways, I do sort of compare Promised Neverland to my feelings on Death Note, which is that uh, there's a really obvious Part A and Part B to the overall story. Um, For those who've read Death Note, and to be fair, Death Note is like over a decade old now, um, the idea was that there's a a main antagonist uh, in Part A that really found... A conclusion and then um part b introduced a new villain which i didn't personally enjoy that much and you could really see that uh the author probably also didn't enjoy it that much um so, so yeah in the same way i feel like promise neverland had a really neat like really strong part a but the part b where it tried to go into different areas um weren't necessarily as strong I would argue that you know the potential that built up in part A was what allowed it to survive Part B until the conclusion that it eventually arrived. I didn't personally say I can't really say I hate the ending, but I could I felt like the best way I could describe it is that I really find myself a little disappointed by how the series ended up as um there's a lot of things that I feel that was a little a little. Wave handy, you know, it's a little strange how easily some plot points are resolved and at the end of the day I feel that the overall story went into a direction that I didn't personally enjoy overall too much uh, So I, I mean, I haven't even summarized this yet So if you haven't read it, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. So the overall uh, just the, the the starting the starting premise is that there's like an orphanage where a bunch of these kids are are, are being are being trained up, educated, fed, you know, grown, raised, I guess would be the best word to use. I don't know why I didn't start with that. Um, and, but uh, there's three of these smarter, like, high-end elite, quote-unquote, kids um, that eventually find out that they're actually located on a farm where kids are actually just being nurtured to be fed to these giant demons that enjoy human flesh. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a really neat premise. Uh, pretty much it's a a sort of escape story, it almost feels like a spy story at times because they have to use a little bit of deception, strategies, tactics, even a little bit of technology. Um, so yeah, it's a really neat, it was like a really neat cat and mouse kind of story, but part B, it felt the world really expanded, maybe because of the fact that the story felt incredibly contained because there was like, um... The four walls of the house pretty much were the premise of where it was the whole universe of the story in part a so it was like a well-structured well designed kind of plan but after when um it really heads out into the when when the greater world is shown to the readers i feel that the the writing really went into areas that i didn't personally enjoy you know uh, um Perhaps, in that sense, Death Note fell into the same trap. Uh, Death Note was a little different because we know now, after the after the series has ended, that um, the writer himself didn't actually want to, to go into the places that um, didn't really want to go into the places after Part A and that he was essentially forced by the editors because it was just a money printing machine. Um, I, I can't say that Promise Neverland is as egregious as that, um, but yeah, so pretty much if you only watch the anime, I think you have to be emotionally prepared to potentially be a little bit let down, because I know the anime doesn't go too far in the story. I believe it may not even go to the end of Part A. Um, and I'm sorry if I keep using these this, this term Part A, it's just that I don't, I can't think of a better way to explain how my feelings are towards this series without necessarily spoiling it, um, because it's a, it's still a relatively new manga. Um, so yeah, so that's that's another thing about uh, Promise Neverland, another series that ended. Uh, in terms of its popularity, I think it would be a little less popular than Demon Slayer, um, but it'll be a, a somewhat more popular than Uraburos. So, it's fun that we're now able to create a hierarchy with these uh, completed mangas, so, yeah. So, that's our last, it won't be our last goodbye to Promised Neverland because the anime still has a lot of content to work with. So, I expect at least one to two more seasons, and, uh, yeah, let's see. Now... Speaking of Promised Neverland ending and even referencing back to Demon Slayer, so the reason why those two ending is a little bit important is that these two was forming what could have possibly been uh, two powerful pillars of the new Shonen Jump era. Uh, so I mean I've already spoken about the big three concept in I think my first short, um, which was that uh, Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach was like these monolithic type of series that you know, even if every other series in weekly Shonen Jump jumped in interest you, you probably still want to catch up to what happened in these three. Um, I think Promise Neverland and Demon Slayer were um, were getting to that point, but the fact that both of them ended and so 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 pretty much near to each other. I mean, they ended within a month of each other. Really, just means that there's now this open door uh, towards what what could be filling these gaps. Uh, there's a few new series that have come up um, that I don't necessarily think have the staying power just yet. Uh, I mean, so there's stuff like My Hero Academia and uh, Black... Not, what, Black Clover? And I think Fire Force, I guess, which could form the backbone for the time being. And what's the other one? Jujutsu something. There's like the this Exorcism one. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I think there's a few more um, series that may be needed to actually come and replace these two. I mean, these two were relatively big names. Uh, Demon Slayer was on a next level compared to Promise Neverland, but Neverland isn't a slouch either. And uh, yeah, um, essentially, I do want to potentially look at these poten- uh, these upcoming you know potential pillars of of Weekly Shonen Jump in a future short. Uh, but that's something I'll have to see if will be interesting enough to form its own, sort of short. Uh, so yeah. Now, moving on to... Although it's a little bit of, it's a little sad that, you know, there's a series leaving us. Uh, there's another series coming back to us in the form of an anime. Uh, and that is Shaman King. Now, I'm extremely excited about this Shaman King anime. Uh, There's a few reasons for that, and the biggest reason is, in fact, it was my very first manga. So, uh, more specifically, (laughs) do I want to tell the story? No, it doesn't really matter. Uh, So, my parents were working class, so what they would often do as when I was a kid was throw me in a library and um, just go to work. So, I think they might have thought that, you know, maybe I would have picked up a normal book, like a dictionary or something, and become something (laughs) more... Uh, intellectual but uh, instead I actually just picked a manga and uh I remember there was this like because um manga back then was in was a little rarer, like the books I think didn't necessarily cost more but they were harder to find than, you know, storybooks or stuff like that. Especially in 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 Montreal, Quebec. I think there was stuff like Tantan, there was stuff like uh shrooms and shrooms I guess in, in English is smurfs for those who don't watch the shrooms. Um, Garfield, those kind of comics were more commonplace. Manga was a little rare, so we we had, there was actually a system where you actually gave the librarian, which was a nice old lady, I remember, uh, gave her a card with the manga's um, name and and volume number, and then uh, you get to rent, pretty much rent it for like an hour to read. So uh, I guess it it might not, it wasn't exactly a good library because was only like two copies of each book, and there was only a limited amount of series, so at the time, I remember standing there for the first time, trying to pick out which was gonna, which was gonna be my, which series was gonna be my first manga series. And you know, as a kid, it's pretty simplistic. You just see that one of them, you know, One Piece. Ooh, that's, I mean, it's interesting, but it, like the name doesn't tell you anything. Uh, Naruto, like Naruto, is even a word in Japanese, so it <laughs> it really just doesn't mean anything. Uh, Bleach just sounds like cleaning product. But shaman King, dude, so the word shaman and the word king in the side. Like, even if you don't know what the word shaman means, you know what the word king is. So I just picked that, and that became my first manga. So uh, much like everybody's first love, um, I, with retrospect, um, I think it's pretty obvious to me now that Shaman King isn't exactly the best. But because it was your first, uh, you do treat it a little more reverence. And to be fair, I think... The what is most exciting there's it's a two part excitement. so the first excitement is that they're gonna brother Brotherhood uh series so uh, I mean that I mean it's funny that we're talking about full male Alchemist uh, because essentially the story is pretty much the same uh Shaman King anime uh at the time when it was releasing, really just caught up the manga relatively quickly, so at one point. They really just decided to go in their own direction. So the, the anime has like an anime original ending. Which to be fair as a kid watching it was extremely cool. But um, if I also read the manga like side by side and it just made no sense. Um, so what they're going to do is they're going to make a series that follows the manga closely. Uh, I've tried at times to reread the manga. I don't think it's a clean read. I, I, I really don't necessarily recommend it if it, you want it to be your first manga. Because although the art as time are fantastic, is fantastic, are fantastic, is fantastic. Um, I really have a few gripes with the manga overall. The pacing is extremely off at points. Uh, it goes into directions that I don't necessarily enjoy. Uh, some of the characters are a little whack Um, but it's still a series that holds a great place in my heart simply because (laughs) it was my first. Uh, another exciting point about this new anime is that the, if we were to believe, because, uh, the mangaka was actually approached a little while back with questions as to what he would do, what would he require for there to be a new Shaman King anime. And to be fair, you know, Shaman King has since ended. There's been a few spin-off series that are Boruto-esque. Under uh, Shaman King, flowers. Shaman King. Uh, this will sound really stupid. I forget the name off the top of my head, but it's like Zing Zang, Bing Bang, or some stupid name, which is like uh this con- this is um spin off on just how it ended. And there's like the Shaman King Rockstar or something. Um. And so yeah, I-, I think it goes into interesting spots. Uh, the the Full Metal Alchemist treatment means that the Brotherhood treatment is that this new anime will be taking up. Um, the the storyline, like, as a whole, it won't go into its own original ending, which is really neat. Um, you know, most people agree that Full Metal Alchemist 2003 can't live up to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and although I do admit that I did enjoy some of the ideas within 2003 anime, the Brotherhood anime is obviously better, I guess. Um... I th- hope that Shaman King also receives a similar treatment. Uh, some of the stuff that could be du- that did looked average-ish back in uh, the 2000s animation quality probably will improve like multiple folds with this new level. Uh, so yeah, it's really exciting news. Oh, right. The second reason why it was exciting. The second reason is that <laughs> I went on a huge tangent without ever tackling this. Uh, So the second thing is that the mangaka said that he wanted to bring back the OST and I just love the OST of Shaman King There's a lot of problems I had with Shaman King anime as a whole But uh, the OST in both English and Japanese which is quite rare I'm gonna try and do something something fun here. I might try and add music. Maybe I'll get copyright striked. I don't know how How that'll work, but uh, let's just see how that works. Um so yeah, there's like the the music was fantastic. You know, the first opening, the second opening, and even the English opening had a lot of flair and a lot of st- style that made it incredibly enjoyable to listen to and watch. Uh, I don't personally read or or understand Japanese, so I, I I could tell like through the melodies and everything that I really enjoy the Japanese ones. And since I can understand what the I can understand what the English opening says. Um, I actually quite enjoy, you know, overall the story as a whole, uh, the OST as a whole. So yeah, it's a uh, really neat. I hope uh, it succeeds. Um, even though I've since I've since moved on from Shaman King, I'm also extremely excited to see where Shaman King will end up. Um, it I have seen documentaries with the mangaka, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he was doing fine financially without the anime. So um. It's not like it was a cash grab, so maybe that's exciting. Now. Uh I guess that was really all I had for news points. Once again, like I said before, I don't want necessarily shorts to do to be like news segments. Um my I my idea is that it was just a relaxed kind of thing, just to fill in the gaps for um our more Professional episodes <laughs> that were professionals. So I did. Okay, let's see. So I did want to talk about how I've enjoyed um, our discussion episodes on on uh, Full Mile Alchemist and how I see what we're doing on the, in the future. So if you listen to episode, I think five or six, which tackles chapters seventy to ninety, seventy to ninety. Yeah. At the end of the episode, I said that we would be using a Voting kind of system to try and decide how which uh which series we we're gonna follow next and yeah so overall I actually quite enjoyed uh, the direction that we went. I think I personally like doing chapter one using our old style, uh, not chapter one, doing episode one, which is more like an introductory uh you know, if we go back to what I did, what we did in chapter one, god, I keep mixing up chapter and episode. If uh we go back and Listen, if you go back and listen to episode one, we actually went to, uh, we sort of describe, you know, the premise of, of the, of the series, um, talk a little bit about history, some cool facts, uh, some things about the author, stuff like that, and then we actually just went through the chapters, like, one, in, one through five, one by one. Uh, we quickly found through the second episode, which Jag was nice enough to actually hop on, Uh, That, uh, you know, this, it was feasible with five chapters, but if we went uh, beyond that, it started becoming a little repetitive, I would say. So what I'm hoping to do is that uh, only episode one of the series uh, will actually follow the original style, which is we'll give like information and then we'll just do deep dives into individual chapters uh, I think this will help just really set the mood for the series as a whole, and then from after that, we probably go arc by arc. We're fortunate enough that um, the series that you'll come to find what it is uh, next next episode, uh, the series that we picked democratically blindly um, actually has arcs, unlike Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, Full Alchemist doesn't have like official arcs. There's like fan-made names for the various arcs. So it was a little harder to choose where to end and when to begin. But I I like to think that uh, much like, because our next series is a really long, long, they're long formed, Uh, there's a lot of arcs that we could go into. So perhaps each episode will tackle one really long arc or two short arcs or a mix of that. Um, So yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I really enjoy the new format. I do, like I said, at least from what I'm thinking, um, the first episode of co- our next quote-unquote season, which, to be fair, I've already started labeling our episodes through seasons and, ep- and, and individual episodes, so I, I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's how it'll be. So yeah, come join us for both the end of Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, our last episode will be a little more relaxed, I, I personally think. We'll cut. We'll touch topics that aren't necessarily too, too po- pointy, if that makes sense. Uh, they're a little more open, open-ended to invite discussion. Uh, we'll share some personal sentiments and then we'll just uh, talk about what we're gonna do next. So yeah, let's see. I don't want to end without giving you guys a recommendation. So micro recommendation. My recommendation is Bambino. So, Bambino is something that uh, hasn't been updated in a while, but that recently was picked up again. And I'm excited because uh, the last time I read it was like in 2016, I believe. So, it's been a while. Um, so, Bambino is about this Japanese guy's um, journey to become a great Italian chef. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a manga that's, you know, suited for everybody's reading. It, it has, it's more slice-of-life-ish. Uh, it's a little hectic um because I've worked a tiny bit in the restaurant industry and i've I sort of understand you know i I don't personally understand the back end because I was never a chef but I have been a waiter so i I did enjoy seeing you know the italian rep well, the Japanese representation of an Italian restaurant in Japan Whew. uh I, I do enjoy seeing how that that was um the story has a lot of heart. I enjoy it the manga doesn't really f- if you're expecting Shokugeki no Soma that kind of thing uh, you'll probably be very disappointed but um, Bambino does have its own type of flair uh, it's not too popular I think I haven't really seen too much discussion or too much hype but uh, it's a series that I think is worth your consideration so yeah give that a look give that a read and give that a whatever so yeah um, so I guess that's all for today's short, um, I'm tempted to say I apologize for the sort of rambling nature, I didn't really script anything out, but you know what, I'm tired of apologizing, so you don't get an apology, yeah, thank you very much for listening, um, please, I don't know, is it rate and review, or, or star, or, you know, you know, I'm not too good with these online media things. So uh, yeah, just give us good feedback, I guess. Uh, if you have any questions, you can send that into our Gmail. So that's Manga for Dummies, and that's four like the number four at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and see you next week. Bye.